you want to make music sounds with your mouth? Uh, <laughs> you put it that way. Um, I got nothing. I'm tired. I'm very tired right now. Mm, man. Yeah, uh, me too. You can do something like it really at a, at a slow tempo. Well done. That was a that was a pretty sick bass beat. So a bass lick. That was the greatest tune. That's ever for a second came out of my mouth. I kind of felt like maybe it was the beginning of a Seinfeld episode. I think I think, <laughs> that what I, you're think going for? I think in my mind I, I, I kind of had a little Seinfeld on my mind. You get, you get a little Seinfeldy, but also like I, in thinking about it, even though it sounded nothing like this, I think I was like uh, thinking about Sanford and Son as well. <laughs> even though theirs nice. is totally different, they have more. Yeah, you know, but um, but I was just thinking about that. You know what's oh, weird? Yeah. I know the Sanford and Sons theme song. I think not from Sanford and Sons, but uh, Scrubs. And I don't know why. <laughs> I think they reference it. Yeah, a lot. More than once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sanford and Son is a great, great uh, show. I love gen- it. Gen- generational gap. That's all I got to say. You bet. <laughs> Between me and you. <laughs> I think I told you. Um, I mean, it's not really smart, but uh, no, come on, dude. Of course, Sanford and Son's older than me. Uh, so, <laughs> people of my generation don't watch Sanford and Son. Um, I'm tweaking my Skype settings right now just to make sure it's okay. right. But um, uh, I think I might have mentioned that, you know, I, my, my car, actually, I, had a, I used to have a deck in there um, mm-hmm. that played DVDs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot. And You're um, really irresponsible driving. Yeah. Actually, let me let me first ask you: Do you leave on the automatically adjust microphone settings? Uh, let's check. You turn it off. I think I think I have it on actually. Uh, uh, right. I think the one time I turned it off, I messed it up really bad. All right. Let's I'm see. Hold to... on. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. And so. Looking. And so. Uh, Where are the audio video? Yeah, I have it. I have that checked. All right, I'm gonna check mine. Let's just do it. I think legitimate professional podcasters would say no. Don't do that. But we are not. We are legitimate. We're legitimate. We're, we're not professionals. We're 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 legitimate. We're we have very a legitimate. That's on the uh, higher education channel. <laughs> I saw that the other day. For some reason, I was looking at our page. I think I was tweeting about it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that was our category. <laughs> higher education. You know what? So when did you tweet about it? Maybe that's when we got the bump. Uh, I tweeted about it. I want to say yesterday or the day before. Oh, I'll, I'll look and see that's when we got. Yeah, the bump. that's right. That's called the Sam bump. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam podcast bump. <laughs> to all your constituents. It was a day ago, it looks like. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, this is the file drawer. I forgot to say that. That's usually my role, and I didn't say it. Uh, it's a podcast pod. with Sam and Eric where we talk about really important psychology stuff uh, very deeply, and we sometimes just spend the entire time reading academic articles out loud. <laughs> right? That's, that's, just, that's, that's what just, this one is, right? You just lost all hmm. 32 people that Damn will be... It. Uh, listening. Um, now, so San Francisco, I used to have a, t- uh, a deck in my car that played. So deck is the way cool people say, talk about their um, stereo systems in the car. Deck is also the way business people talk about PowerPoint slides. Really? I'm learning yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. my deck. That's, your, uh, that's silly. Um, <laughs> it is silly. <laughs> so I used to, and I also have, I had a, basically a, a sort of a compilation um, 
I don't know if it's all the seasons of Sanford and Son. I believe it might be uh, on DVD of mm-hmm. Sanford and Son. So I would actually, I would play it. I had to rig it up to make it so I could play it as I was driving. But I would, um, God. I would play Sanford and Son sometimes <laughs> if I was going on road trips. And I would just listen to it because I've seen uh-huh. episodes a lot of times. So uh-huh. I knew what was going on. And uh, I would kind of reference time or the time of drive into like lengths of uh, how many Sanford and Sons <laughs> uh, I to actually watch. I think I've mentioned that before. But, uh, that's great. I just want to reiterate that. That's how much I love Sanford and Son. That's impressive. I don't yeah. know if I love anything that much. Yeah. yeah. Sanford, you know, uh, it kind of saddens me sometimes yeah. when I watch it as I you know, get older and stuff. Uh-huh. You, you just kind of realize how like sad. Uh, I think his name was uh, Damon. Damon Desmond or something. I, 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 don't, I can't participate in this conversation. I've literally seen zero episode, episodes uh, of Sanford well, he, and Sons. He plays the son. He plays uh, the son. He's the... the yeah, the title, the title son. He's the title, the titular son, the titular, titular son, titular son. Yeah, of Sanford and Son. It's all about him, um, and he has big dreams of leaving the the the, uh, the junkyard. Um, they they run a junkyard, but it's, but he doesn't want. To, he can't stand a. He can't leave because he feels like his dad dad needs him so much. So it's almost oh, sad because in the really show, sad. I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be, but in the show, he looks like 45. <laughs> son. <laughs> The Sundays. Yeah. So that is yeah, sad. Funny. So this is this has been a Sanford and Son news. Mm, yeah, thank you for keeping us up to date on Sanford and Son, TV's biggest hit. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that throughout the the episode, people will hear a sound, and I'm gonna do the sound right now, real quick. They might they might hear that sound, and if they do, it's just you being obnoxious. The sound I'm referring to is this. That is my ice-cold seltzer water that I'm going to be pounding because I closed my windows to try to get rid of street noise, and I turned off my fan, and I took off my shirt because it's hot as hell in here, as usual, and humid to boot. You don't have to keep so on drinking. I'm going to be hydrating. Sleep it, leave it open. Mm-mm. I don't want all the fuzz to go out. Yeah. That's that's true. You don't want to lose all your celts. Nope. That's, that's so ridiculous. Buy, buy celts for a reason. Oh, man. Pay premium for that gas yeah. in the water. So uh, what is good? What well, is good? In the seltzer water is good. Let's open up the file drawer today. Yeah, what's in the file drawer? Oh. Um, Papers. Well, I, had a, I just had a fun trip. Oh, you did? Where did you go on your fun trip? Um, so the past couple of days, I was in uh, Sailita. Mexico. Is that a real Actually, place? I was it sounds like you sa- made that place up. I wasn't even in Sayulita. I was somewhere near. I, mm. it, notice how I, how I do my T's right in that Sayulita. Um, yeah. This is, no, that pronunciation is impeccable. That's really um, good, I think. I'd, I wouldn't know if it's good or bad, but I'm going to say it's good. And uh, yeah, so a bu- good buddy of mine uh, actually just got married. And he kind of. He, so I guess it's the second wedding I've been in New Mexico. I haven't been to. Um, I've never been to Mexico before. However, in the past quick question here. destination wedding or is he or his wife slash husband uh mexican uh destination okay destination. gotcha um but both of them have worked in well he actually worked in mexico for quite some time he works for like some uh in, like engineer company they make uh equipment for cars and stuff so he's done a lot of work in mexico which i think is why he likes mexico um sure. But uh, they got a recommendation from another friend of his to have it in that location mm. uh, because I guess his other friend uh, 
Scott's cousin or something got married there. I, I like the detail that you're going into with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you help me geographically? Where is this place in, in, in Mexico? It's in uh, Guadalajara. No, so it's in a. Uh, uh, it's near Guadalajara, kind of. It's on the coast, uh-huh. um, okay. sort of. Uh, Which coast? A couple hours. East coast. It's East in Hilito. Uh, so the Gulf in. side. Oh, uh, I told you my geography's terrible. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, map no, time. Map time. Open up the maps. Open up the maps. It's map time with Sam and Eric. How do you spell this place? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's on the west. What am I talking about? It's on the west. Ah. Yeah. So I'm, I just got back. Some. Guadalajara is right in the middle of the country. What are you talking want, about? No, what I'm saying is it's a few hours away oh, from, yeah, okay. a few hours drive. Like it, it's sort of down that way. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And to the west. I just got off the flight uh, yesterday. Okay. So so it's Pacific Ocean side. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of out of it right now, which is why I was bringing it up because I'm kind of uh, not jet lag per se, but just tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, from Excuses. A few days of just ridiculousness. Mm, debauchery. A little debauchery. Um, so nice. it's friends I you know I knew, I knew since high school. I mean, getting, oh that's cool. Yeah, man, and um, yeah, like we played football together, ran track together, and stuff like that. So it was a good time catching up with people. Yeah, uh, like good you know close friends from like a long time ago. Um, and uh, they got like the the, the I was in the uh, what is it called bridal party? I know nothing about bridal party. Stuff. You were you 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 stood up in the wedding. Yeah, I was in one of the uh, one of the one of the groomsmen. You were, or whatever. You were a bridesman. I was a bridesman. I was a bridesman, and um, so he, they uh, arranged for like us to stay in these villas. Ooh. That's in um, uh, it's kind of outside of Sayulita, maybe 20, 30 minutes away. But uh, uh, it was called Haciendo Rico. No, I'm getting it all wrong. I just want to listen to you pronounce Mexican place places. I like it. It was nice, man. It was kind of off the cuff. So my buddy, he feels all comfortable driving in, you know, different countries and stuff because, you know, he's, he's worked all over. I found Sayulita. It's right yeah. by San Francisco. No, it's not. There's You're... a place called San Francisco oh, yeah, in there Mexico. Is, yeah. There's more than one San Francisco, you American yeah. bigot. I know. <laughs> There's also like a Santa Monica there, I believe. Um, <laughs> okay. It's, it's a lot, man. It's like uh, funny. Okay. So your buddy's driving in Mexico. Yeah. So he picks us up, whatever, and he's like, he's driving. We make a couple stops. I don't know. I think he's lost at first, but you don't really mention that. Um, he's driving, and we kind of start going off the beaten path a bit, and he just starts saying, don't panic, don't panic. <laughs> that, 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 we saying this, don't panic makes people panic. <laughs> and we make this turn onto this, like, this dirt, dirt road. We're passing like a whole bunch of cows, mules, <laughs> either donkeys or, or mules. I'm not sure what I want to do, but uh, um, yeah, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> I like that that, that is, is what's tripping you up in this story, whether it was yeah. a donkey or a mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all sorts of, like, you know, little small, I mean, little small homes that people own, you, mm-hmm. know, you know. It's it's definitely off the beaten path. We're not in, like, a subdivision. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's off the beaten path. And we're like, where are we going? Then we start going up this mountain. And, uh, and he's driving the Suburban. And it's, like, you know, going high. I'm like, where are we going? And we get up to the top. And it's, like, this, like, nice, like, uh, kind of, like, Villa area. There's like three villas there, two of which we're using. Um, almost like a cabin esque feel, but definitely not. I mean, like mm-hmm. it had like thatched. I believe it's called thatched roof. Like you know, like a straw like, roof. Like thing. a like a like a Mexican cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was done up, man. It was like okay. it was more nice. than a, swank. A swank cabin. It's, it's pretty swank. So that was pretty cool. And. uh yeah, man. So wait, they actually, wait, yeah, wait they was that the story that you guys went to? So that was where you stayed. 
Yeah, that's what okay, it is. Okay, okay, gotcha. Stay. I was uh, expecting some a little bit more climax potentially. Oh, there's about, no climax about this drive. Okay, that's sad. I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't, I don't. <laughs> the climax, me describing the drive. I don't want to like offend people that may be from this. Oh, uh, okay, the you're right. Mexico, but that's what I'm saying. Um, let's, let's say another buddy got dropped off. Uh, he got a cab there, and he was like. And he didn't know what to expect. He didn't know what to expect at all. But he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I was like, we've just been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there are, Mexico has had some, uh, some unrest around, I mean, some significant violence uh, being visited upon people. So I, yes, I would be... It's not on the border, like where they have like... Yeah, the, that's true. Drug issues and stuff. But not, not, he's not in the, you know... Not, not where you guys were. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty chill town. That's uh, good. We actually went to Puerto, uh, Puerto Vallarta. Um, and had to drive out there, but as it was cool. You're, as you're talking here, I am. Uh, I have Apple Maps open, and I put on the yeah. satellite version. I'm just kind of swooping around. It looks pretty nice. Yeah. What Rancho is this? Escondido. If you type in Rancho Escondido, I think that's uh, where we were. If you have it on that. Uh, uh, all right. I'll see if I can find it. Just some yeah, cr- crazy looking stuff. Pretty neat. Alienating anyone listening right now. Uh, but whatever. It was cool though. Yeah, it was it looks good. looks like a nice area. So the wedding was a good time. Uh, I have to ask because you were in Mexico. Did you have some yeah. Mexican tequila? Uh, I probably did. Probably <laughs> okay, did. that's that's the correct answer. Um, I mean, because like, <laughs> they had bartenders there, and I asked, yeah, yeah. Asked the bartender what, what kind of tequila. He was like, "Want tequila?" And he was like, "What kind of tequila?" Whatever. And um, he was like, "It's Mexican." Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really didn't read the, the bottle. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty torn. Mm-hmm. You were, you were having a good time. I was pretty drunk, getting having a good, having a good time at the reception. Uh, people started jumping into the pool, nice. uh, in their suits and stuff. It kind of <laughs> got ridiculous. And so my buddy, um, it was like almost like two different cultures were getting represented there. But uh, um, he married someone from Germany, so her parents were there, and her pops was. That dude was hilarious. He was just like <laughs> pushing everybody in the pool. He was drinking up a storm. It was uh, <sighs> crazy drunk Germans. Uh, uh, my buddy, he's from Sierra Leone, so um, yeah. Anyway. It was a veritable melting pot of a wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. So it was cool, man. So now you're in recovery mode, back in the states. Back in the states. You were yeah. you were engaged in a in a professional work meeting prior to this uh, Skype call. How was, how was how was that going for you? Uh, it was all right. I kind of just realized I had, I was still kind of out of it at, during the meeting. Yeah, had, you had no conception of like time and time zones. You were yeah. very confused by the fact that we were supposed to be recording. Yeah, no, I knew I, was, <laughs> I knew we were supposed to be recording because I had, but I was wasn't positive. I was like, is it is it time already? In his time zone, I was all off because I had a meeting with people in uh, Pacific time, two hours uh, behind it behind me, and I had to meet with you. Which is an hour ahead of you. But I had that meeting earlier. I mean, I had that meeting earlier. So mm-hmm. I, I planned for enough time. I didn't plan for that meeting to go over. Right. But I had it in my mind, even though I didn't really sit. I didn't think it would go more than like an hour, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And almost like an Man. That's a, is, this, is this on the paper you talked about last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were Progress? Kind of about, yeah, man. Good progress. Uh, we nice. kind of went through a couple of things. Um, within the next two weeks, we hope to have it done. Sweet. Um, got some feedback on a couple parts that we all just need to make a decision on um and we're all going to kind of work on it and have it at a place but uh we, we feel good about it man um so uh cool. you know I've, I've come to terms with you know i probably i, I don't want to discuss it anymore until it actually gets accepted somewhere because <laughs> jinx the rejection, it <laughs> the rejection oh it hurts so much right 
It didn't hurt so much, but it's like, ah, uh, you know, because you, you put time into stuff, you know what I mean? Significant amount like, of time uh, and effort. Yeah. So. Well, you know. I, I, I have faith in you and, and yeah. the team. Our I team. Think team. Yeah. It was, I, you and the team. If it was just you, I'd say you, I don't have any faith. But it's you yeah. and the team. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, Dana, she's, yeah. you know, she's been on the podcast before. Of course. So, and uh, our advisor. Um, Becky. We should have I, Becky on the podcast on. sometime. Should we should? I, I keep on going back and forth between. Do you mention people? Do you not? Like oh, I don't. Right. Whatever. Eh, we just whatever. did. We just did. That's all right. Because it's school related or whatever. I mean, you know. People could spend if we didn't. People could spend like three minutes of a little bit of additional research and figure it out pretty quick. Well, on top of that, people might be interested in CGU. And so yeah, it's that's good true. That's like, is true. People should be interested in CGU. Yeah. We yeah. we both had positive experiences here at CGU, and yeah. I, I I shouldn't be talking in the past tense. See, that's part of my problem right now. Yeah, I'm not done with school. But I need feels, to stop think, stop talking about it like I am. Exactly right. That's how you kind of mentioned that it becomes difficult. You, you kind of get now what people say. You know, kind of being near the school, being in proximity proximity yeah. of school helps. It's a little easier and just helps because it keeps you within that context. Sure. And sort of out of sight, out of mind. It almost feels like when you're not there. Part of it, yeah. Um, part of it. And I the mean, time zone too. I mean, the time issue. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean. The time zone issue is, is a little bit less for me right now, probably because Emily's st- still back in that time zone. So I'm thinking in that time zone a lot anyway. Plus, my partner on this project that I'm working on for work is in the UK. So I'm thinking about that time zone a lot. So time zones mean nothing to me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a man who has transcended time zones. Yeah. Didn't okay. you say before we started recording that when you were in Mexico, when you like went up this mountain, you were in a different time zone or something? Can you explain that to me? Yeah, so I was so in Sailita at that airport. No, no, sorry, in Puerto Vallarta, the Puerto Vallarta itself was in um, Central Time. Okay? okay. Okay. However, that uh, I think it was Rancho Escondido. Uh, I'm not positive. I can't remember what the name of the villa that we were at. It was kind of uh-huh. up that mountain or whatever. When you were up there, it was in a different time zone. Whoa. It was like an out- yeah, but you know, time zones are really just. Based Arbitrary. on what people sort of who run the area want to call it, like you know, there's a there's that area of like I think Arizona, I believe, that has like a little part that is in a different time zone. It's either Arizona hmm. or like Nevada or something like. Or, right, and it's kind of like a little island in a time zone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's yeah. so weird. Just I've always like, wondered people like, a, like who who work in one time zone and live in another, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, but potentially awesome, I think. I don't know. No. I'd have to sit and think about it. It hurts my brain too much. No, if, you tra- if you travel, let's say, you travel from wherever and to New York. Or it, some people travel like daily, right? Mm-hmm. And they're constantly, you know, it's, it's, it's that you're getting out of that time zone. I think that maybe, uh, it's probably harder just on time in terms of jet lag and stuff, but it makes more sense. If you just drive 30 minutes and all of a sudden you're in a different time zone, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I think it's just weird. I think that could be very confusing. Well, yeah, you could drive, you drive... 10 minutes and now you're suddenly 50 minutes in the path like that's crazy yeah crazy so, stuff yeah I, i'm also the type <laughs> of person it's, it, it's easy to convince me that um <laughs> i don't know like i was about to say something stupid like hey how do you how do you know people in different time zones exist that or something like you, they lose time or something like <laughs> you and like, i are currently in different time zones it's like the what well, yeah i know but once you get off the phone you know what i'm saying i don't know <laughs> oh, okay uh, it's like the, have you ever seen the langoliers no. the langoliers it's like a stephen movie uh stephen king book but i think they made it they made it into a movie and i think it had something to do with like time was getting eaten up by these things called the langoliers or something 
Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Not, time zone, or not time zone, time travel movies are enjoyable. I do. I do and love they, time and, travel. But they mess with my brain. Yeah. Oh, what is the one that I saw recently that was incredible? Uh, Back to the Future 3? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> it was, what was it called? It's new. Oh, oh Emily's probably yelling at her headphones just, just right now. Just saw it recently? We saw, uh, less than a year ago, probably. Actually, it's probably in my iTunes. My brothers are yelling at me right now because I know they saw it. It was so good. But I, it left me at the end basically was it a, being like, oh, Was it a to- total eclipse? No. Okay. Um, just keep talking. Give me, give me one more second. Um, was it the Funky Time? Was it Hot Tub, Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> no, that is a great movie, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a great um, movie. Oh, I guess it's not in my iTunes. I don't know. Although there is a different time travel-ish movie in my in my iTunes, and it's when, this one was surprisingly good. Live, Die, Repeat with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. That, that was called... Yeah, yeah, but it was, was called something else when it was in theaters. Um, it was called... It is, it is, you know, look. If you're looking, that that lived I repeat is like the tagline. Yeah, so, yeah, that was that was the. But now it. Oh, it was called Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Lived I repeat. That, yeah, that but was now su- the other way around. That was weird. Surprisingly. Yeah, like that, I, that, I expected to think, think it was super dumb. I don't think it's the other way around. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's probably some error. It wasn't no, called no, 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 Edge of Tomorrow. I know it's called the Edge. Of, no, no, no. I think it. I think they. I think they changed it around for the release, because. Right. I, I figured it was something having to do with like it didn't do as well as they wanted it to in the theater or something like that. So they they like switched it around to be more descriptive. I don't know. Maybe it's an iTunes error, but I don't think it is. I think it's an iTunes. error. I think you're wrong. I think I saw it advertised as this new name. Uh, I think you're wrong. And I'm you're gonna... wrong. Let's fight. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll look it up and then we'll we'll follow up right. next movie or next next episode. Um, cool, I'm, man. I'm yeah, trying to try, now. I'm trying to Google this time travel movie, but my DuckDuckGo isn't working. <laughs> you bet, DuckDuckGo. <laughs> Dude, I am all messed up when it comes to my apps and services right now. Time travel movie 2014, probably. Uh, I, you know, I really like um, the time travel time travelers. Predestination. No, what? Predestination 2014. It's so good and weird yeah. and and yeah. Add it to your list. I'll add it to my list. Who's in there? Let's see. Ethan Hawke. I like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. 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 All right. Ethan Hawke with a mustache. Ethan Hawke with a mustache is it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. He, he has like kind of a weird mustache. <laughs> it's, I not, guess. it's not big. It's like thin a little bit. Uh, you know? I don't know. I'm just looking at it right now. It seems pretty, seems pretty right. robust it, to me. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Do we do we have actual topics for today, or are we just BSing for the next forty five minutes? No, we're, we're talking about actual topics. You know, um, I, this is I have some pre work for you. But it's really quick. Um, so that, it can't, that, you can't do pre work when you're already on the call. Sure, can. So recording you know, the podcast. A, it's an article. It beca- it's work at that point. I, I didn't even read, but I, okay. I saw it when I was look. Actually, I found it when I was googling um, speed test because I was looking to. Look at how speed like my Ethernet connection was hooked mm-hmm. up because I got the Ethernet cord. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious, and um, actually something came up in the you know uh, Google News thing. And uh, as an I/O guy, I thought it was very interesting. I didn't really even read it, so I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the, the title. <laughs> and scan yeah, over that's, it that's all we need. That's all we need that's to understand need. what's going on. But it's called uh, speed hiring becomes popular. Twelve minute test to hire or, or fire. Um, so as an I/O person, I, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Just knowing that I, what I know about the um, what's the one that they give a 
football players. The uh, um, Wonderlick. Wonderlick. The Wonderlick tested the speed test. Speed test. Yeah. And so just within the testing, you know, they have different ideas of um, test. Um, and in terms of like, is it a speed test or is it what's called like a power test? And generally, things that we normally are used to um, that, you know, have, has a ton of items. It takes several hours to take. Um, those are what are more commonly referred to as power tests. And then um, something like the Wonderlick is a speed test. You know, mm-hmm. you get 10 minutes or, you know, in this case, 12 minutes to answer a bunch of questions. Um, and it, it's, it, 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 it's a uh, Wonderlick. I mean, like I said, the Wonderlick they use for the NFL, but I don't know if it's really even predicts anything. It's used. People make them. Right. Uh, and so I think it's interesting that uh, this is a article, a short article, um, Coming out of Hindu? What is, what is this? No, I was just going to comment. Like, I, I like the source of this. The Hindustan I Times. Are you, are, you, are you a subscriber to the Hindustan Times, Eric? <laughs> I, I, I am now. I'm about, to, I'm about to get on their RSS feed. But um, the idea of it, and so I guess I'm more speaking to the idea of it versus the actual article. Um, right, right. It's interesting. Can you, because do you think, think you can actually get a sense of whether someone will be good at a job in, with one of these speed tests? I think speed tests can work. Um, whether or not it, it can tell you whether or not they'd be good at a job. That's one thing. However, speed of test can be used to um, come up with some sort of score. And, it, you know, if you have enough data that suggests, you know, some sort of a, uh, correlation or whatever uh, relationship between whatever the score, this, this metric that you're using, and uh, some outcome that is, um, you know, associated with, like, success in that job, et cetera, et cetera, I think it'd be used. My question is, uh, I'm curious to know if these things have been, have are data driven, <laughs> you, right. you know, versus they kind of remind me of like you know people take these surveys on Facebook. Uh, what's your blah blah blah? You know, what, you know, what's your, um, what uh, friend's these, character these, are you? Yeah, yeah, these fake personality, tr- you know, surveys or whatever. Exactly, what friend's character are you? <laughs> and uh, and I'm you'd thinking, be oh, you'd be the, you'd be the couch in in the coffee shop. <laughs> okay, that's, that's like a slam. But that, that couch was probably more interesting than any character in that Boom! show. Boom! Um, they just got burned by you. <laughs> so good. Uh, but uh, and so just going back and, and testing them, I think yeah, I yeah. think both uh, will, will, will work if they're done right. And yeah. You can make a power test that's just uh, as crappily designed, and you know make this uh, uh, assumption or use it. I guess for the wrong purposes as well. Who knows if they're just getting a score and just making their, you know, uh, quick judgment call. You know, they could be saying that they're using a test, but still being like, I don't like this person, and firing it. Um, yeah. Firing a person. Yeah. Or hiring a person. Anyway, so what I was going to say, though, the assumptions about each test is just different, you know. Um, I'm trying to re- remember, because I've read a lot about this stuff. I just don't re- recall exactly. Um, but obviously, like, in a, in a, in a, sort of a big thing about these you know, power tests, the sort of lengthier ones, um, I really hate when you're sort of given tests that would be considered sort of a power test, but you're giving like no time limit. Because with yeah. those sort of longer tests, you're assuming that, you know, for the most part, people can get through it, you know? Um, yeah. When you, when you take, when you sort of develop these other shorter tests, you know, obviously time comes in is a factor and that gets, you know, used in, to computing the score and et cetera. And you know, obviously there's you know, ways to analyze all that data or whatever that I think is really interesting. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just I. So you can probably hear in my voice that I'm skeptical, just yeah. in general, with the idea of like, 
tests, like quantitative tests for determining success in a job. And I'm probably just bitter because, so in my, in my uh, push towards applying to all sorts of different jobs, uh, one uh-huh. of the things I applied to was uh, Gallup. And yeah. Gallup, you know, they have their, their Gallup strengths and they make you take the, the strengths finder or some version of it uh, mm-hmm. when you apply for a job and they will just straight up uh, like reject you based on however, you, if, if you're not like a match in terms of strength stuff, yep. which like, and so like I, I got that rejection and like part of me is like, are you are you freaking serious? Like you're saying based on how I responded to these questions, I would not be a valuable addition to a company that does essentially like positive psychology consulting. Like that's yeah. insane to me. Well, um, I, I hate to say this, but you're in a field, the O side, but when it comp- when it's complemented by that I side, that's what it is. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm, I know, I know IO psychologists, <laughs> but, um, and, and so I guess, you know, I also kind of see things that way sometimes. Um, I can see it both ways, okay? So, I don't think what they're saying is that... Hey, yeah, yeah, they're not it's, saying it's, I would it's, suck it's, if, I, if they gave me the job, yeah, I know. They, they have to put some sort of filter into it. I get yeah, that. Yeah, out of some... Out of a group... Out of, if they're looking for a certain type, right? And they have, mm-hmm. again, if they have data to back it up and all this stuff, they're not just using it as a, hey, let's say that we test people, right? Yeah, that, okay, I feel like... They need some sort of collection criteria. That assumption... They, that we're kind of just glossing over seems to be incredibly important that it's well done. Like how, how good are companies? I know, I literally know nothing about this. Yeah, yeah. How good are companies at following up with hiring decisions and then assessing the success of that person over time to, to, to then feed that back into their original uh, kind of like selection criteria? You know, I'd just be taking a stab in the dark, but I mean. It seems like it would be a hard thing to do somewhat. Simple to say, some do, some don't. You know right. I mean? I mean, I bet you the main thing is like, is this person still here? Like, did they not get fired yeah. or did they not leave? Like, um, and, that, and that seems simplistic. You know, you know, um, in, in terms of developing like selection tools in general, I mean, you can have a cognitive test, you can have a personality test, you can have, you know, psychomotor skills test, you can have all sorts of, you can have a battery test, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of developing these types of things, as an IO person, there's like methodologies that you use that are like standard that you learn. Um, that go into even first developing the test. So right. th- that, that's in terms of, I took a, a law class in uh, IO in my other program. And so we kind of talked about that stuff. Um, I, I think people do use whatever, but I guess to be like legally defensible, if it has to be relevant to the job, whatever. Yeah, it has to be right. uh, job relevant. Yeah, yeah. And so the methods that they use is that they do what's called a job analysis. And it's a pretty rigorous, I mean, uh, did you take training and development? No, I didn't actually. Uh, uh, if done right, I mean, it's a pretty rigorous right. uh, methodology that goes into it. And there's different ways to do it. So, um, but essentially, you're basically looking at every aspect of the job and coming up what's called like task statements that describe the job. And on, then on top of that, you're breaking it down, breaking that each task down into what's called uh, a KSA statements or sometimes called okay. a KSO statement, so knowledge, skill, abilities, and other things. And you're linking each of these KSOs to the task. And so in selection, uh, you should only really be, so, and then you also you might rate it. And so one thing that if you're maybe looking to do a, um, uh, develop something for selection, you get it, uh, you kind of rate the task or rate the knowledge, skill, and ability right. on, what's, on something that asks, you know, how relevant it is it to a person to have that skill or whatever, have this 
like on day one. You know. What so I'm can this be like can be can this be done or is it done for like extremely amorphous knowledge work creative type jobs or is this something yeah. a, a approach that's more suited for something that's a little bit more uh, structured or I don't know something more along like scientific management uh, realm of stuff I mean it certainly came out of scientific management yeah. um, I think as obviously jobs are changing as we know blah 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 um, yeah. you know, yeah. we always talk about and stuff I think the, uh, the approach or the methods have to probably adapt right I'm just picturing I'm trying to picture doing a job analysis for like the job that I had recently yeah. at undercurrent because uh, there is literally like uh, probably a nearly infinite number of different things that I would have to be competent at uh, yeah. that would be hard to predict ahead of time. No, no, again, again I'm, not, I'm not necessarily... No, all right, so here's the thing. No, that's the point of a job analysis. And when I say thorough, if it's done right, mm -hmm. it's thorough. Mm -hmm. And so well, I think the difficulty would be, for instance, you know, we use our, you know, this, for we, the assessments we use for our leadership development stuff, mm -hmm. um, the difficulty would be there's no, it's not worth the time if you're the one person that does this thing. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, but if you need um, to hire lots of people who do this. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm okay. saying? It's not. The, the, the so for a, a, a boutique consulting firm is not going to bother with this. I think it would take too much. I yeah, mean, you, yeah, you yeah. probably use something off, off the shelf. You know what I'm saying? And, and in a sense, I mean, you're, you're kind of in a job description. So all jobs, again, as an IO person, if everything was done with this sort of mindset of if IO is the right way to do it, right? And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm jumping on that. A job analysis should be backed by a, a job I'm sorry a job description should be backed by a job analysis as well mm -hmm. in a sense what people are when they sort of putting in putting together job descriptions they're essentially doing and if they don't sort of do a thorough thing they're doing some sort of analysis of what it takes to do the job in their head right. and so right. if you if you were to describe your job that what you did mm -hmm. to me and I just know you in terms of the skills that you have mm -hmm. uh, you could break it down to knowledge skills and abilities mm -hmm. that would probably make you better in that Role than somebody else than someone else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I now, get it. Yeah, and, and on top of that, so that's just the that's just the skill stuff. But on top of that, people sometimes assess for fit if it's like a personality thing, and that's what it seems like. Maybe cultural fit. That, uh, cultural that's, fit. That's a big buzzword something. right now. Um, what what about assessing for cultural fit? Don't you just end up with a very homogenous uh, organization? Uh, you I'm just, could. Now I'm, now, now I'm just po I'm just poking your buttons. No, no, you you could. Yeah, you could. But you could also be assessing for cultural misfit. You know what I'm saying? Deliberately hiring I'm making, misfits. I'm making, I'm making this up, I'm making <laughs> yeah. this up right now. But in terms of Gallup, I mean, I know they talk. I don't know what they do for selection, but I know they talk about building teams yeah. that produce like a uh, you know that are are, are multi composed of multiple yeah. Yeah, types yeah. of people, so that you know you may work better together, or you can compensate. So everybody's just not this one type of person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Certain jobs tend to attract one type of person. We know within the tech field and stuff. People always kind of make a joke about, you know, computer science, you know, computer programmers are a certain type or whatever. Yes. Uh, I think it would be more advantageous to maybe have a variety. Um, you know, Diversity a lot of these, is a good thing. <laughs> a, lot of these, a, lot, but a lot of these fields also select people that have, like, social sciences background. I, I just read something. I don't have a reference for it, but I just read something. They were talking about that, you know. Having sort of a, a social science background can be advantageous in some of these tech fields as well. Because you either you automatically are sort of it's a character trait yourself uh, that you have that sort of attracted you to the field or you sort of learned a different sort of skill set that can be used or help supplement things that other people don't necessarily have you know what I mean mm -hmm. so there's, there's probably probably multiple approaches that you take to sort of building a team um, 
and we've we've talked about that stuff in like OB and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, it's, it's all about that. But uh, yeah, I th- I, so I was going to say about the selection test too, though. Um, it's sort of my my um, sort of argument for why I think selection tests we should and when used they should be we should try to do them well or whatever I see the benefit of them because man before with, without any sort of objective uh, criteria man it is a matter of I like the cut of this person's chin <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and with that you know what I'm saying honestly that historically has led to a ton of like uh, um, uh, bias Biases, bias. prejudices, yeah, yeah. Um, minorities not getting jobs because of those For things. Sure. Now, don't get me wrong. Even these things that are quote-unquote objectable criteria still get misused and stuff like that. But at least you have something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what What I, about uh, – oh, yeah, I, mean, I totally – I mean you, like the – famous studies or like you know, pre- previously like um, tryouts for, for orchestras, how before yeah. they, did, they, once they put the, the person trying out behind the screen, like the number of women who were selected, like went through the roof. Exactly. Like, I totally, yeah. Humans yeah. are terrible at, even if they claim to not be biased, bias still comes through. Exactly. And then, but the other thing that and I'm thinking about, too, I want to reiterate that. Yeah. I mean, bias yeah. is always there. Even, sure. Even sure. Sure. But you, you, I think it, I don't think it's hard to argue that the bias, it can be more easily mitigated through a well-written test who lots of people contributed to versus sitting across the table from someone and just like looking at and talking to them. Yeah. Like, um, but, but so my but other thing I was going to bring up though, is that there's also research that shows, um, one of the best ways to make good hiring decisions is by realistic job previews. Exactly. Yeah. And that is getting very much away from the, you know, quantitative side of things and more like, showing the person the work and like yeah. seeing and that and so that's like the other side of it and that that was more my experience coming in to to this last job but with undercurrent was you know basically coming in being given a task that would be very similar to what i would be doing in the work <clears throat> and having to pr- do that task in front of my my potential new colleagues yeah um but yeah, it's, it's a different. It's a different philosophy of selection yeah. that a smaller place probably has a little bit more freedom to do because yeah. they they weren't having to go through a thousand of these a day. And, yeah, and I, I'm not gonna lie, man. You, I, there might be stuff other in the background that we just don't know about. So Gallup might always have like a running sort of open, please apply type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just collect this data without. They really don't have a hole that they need to fill. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's what it is. True. Uh, and the extent that you we'll actually, hold your resume for future considerations. Yeah. So in, in the extent that you need um, people, it depends where you have that sort of fil- that filter. And mm-hmm. so um, we, we in, our, in our class, whatever we talked about, like this, this idea of the select, selection ratio. If you have to hire one person, you have to you have to at least get this many applications because it's going to get weeded down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so just depending on what needs and and things like that. The way or when they sort of filter people out may may change. Yeah. Um, I, I'll talk about this because I think that was the issue, and I'm gonna only talk about this because I didn't actually work in this department. It just kind of, I've heard uh, sort of behind the scenes stuff. So I, I, because I didn't actually work there, I don't feel obligated to not talk nonsense <laughs> about it. But um, how they did like the army selection stuff, these army selection or army, not not army. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, NAS, ASVAB maybe. I don't know. I had friends that worked at a department that did um like. Uh, Selection, not only selection, but sort of advancement test. Okay, yeah, it's, it's called the ASVAB. I'm pretty sure. And um, but I mean, basically, it's based on the needs thing. So some people would be like, mm-hmm. "Yo, I, I thought I did well in this, blah blah blah," or I thought, you know, I, yeah. oh, I thought I totally bonded. If they need people, guess what? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? 
You're going you, through. Everybody feel no. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for real. Uh, I probably shouldn't be, but if they if they if they don't have that many holes to fill, guess what? I mean, you're right. not gonna pass. You know, you're not gonna get selected. It is what it is based on need. So there's other stuff that that goes into play in terms of filling uh, spots and stuff like that. True. Um, criteria shifts, man. I, I just remember, you know. <laughs> talking about this. I don't know exactly what the rules are, but one of these government agencies had to like become a little bit lax, more lax on like, you know, issues with like marijuana use. You, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're kind of, they're starting to realize, oh, oh we can't hire anybody. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I mean? So stuff changes, man. I, I don't know. Um, um, I don't I don't agree with just the blanketed, Yeah, we don't even come, bring you in, we don't even talk to you just based on one criteria. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I've so I've been obviously doing a lot of work around you know finding a job and whatnot, um, but I've discovered this little thing where I, I are you familiar with Taleo T A L E O? No. So a lot of companies, I guess, it's an Oracle product, and a lot of companies use it to uh, basically start the job uh, application process. Like you oh, yeah. fill out an application to them. Gotcha. And I have almost universally figured out that. So in my, I have a very long list of companies that I'm looking at, and oh. some I'm really excited about, and some I'm very much less excited about. But I'm you know doing everything I can across that entire list. Universally, the companies that I am least excited about mm-hmm. use this shit-ass system to yeah. control applications, and it's the most, it's the least user-friendly thing in the world, and it. It just it, it kind of boggles, and I, maybe maybe that's the whole point of it. Like you need to like jump through these hurdles to even apply here, yeah. but it immediately immediately just like leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth having to go through this in, like asinine system to submit my my information. It's the worst thing ever, and all the companies that are at the bottom of my list seem to use it, and it's weird. Yeah, I mean. I wonder if they just kind of use certain software because they've used it for so long type exactly. of thing. Exactly. It looks like um, something out of like 1993. Obviously, there's other methods. I, I do believe yeah. in using some sort of software to process a lot of information. Yeah, well, I've like seen there's, a, there's some good, there's some decent yeah. back end, some decent software I've had yeah. to experience as a user. Um, but this is the, the worst. Yeah. So. It, it, I, it reminded me when, you know, just applying to grad school uh, twice, you, yeah. you know, yeah. people... Just use different software. Well, yeah, but, but it's even to the point now where, like, if I'm coming across a job and I could kind of go one way or the other and I see it's on this system, I could skip it. Like, I'm not even going to bother wrestling with it. It's I, My time is better spent elsewhere. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm just getting more and more bitter over time. You know, that kind of reminds me <laughs> of a couple of things. Since we're kind of looking at news... Yeah. yeah, we're kind of looking at news articles that I've not really read. Um, <laughs> yeah, while we're while we're talking about headlines from news articles we haven't read, yes, what you have another one for us? Yeah, so um, there's another link that I put in there, and it was uh, talking about there's an internal joke at Google that sums up the company's big change. So okay. I, for people don't know that Google uh, reorganized to um, the sort of the basic thing that I know is they reorganized um, under a sort of parent. Yeah, kind of an umbrella company. Umbrella, yeah, company called um uh, alphabet alphabet yeah and one article one thing that i read that's not the one i'm talking about kind of talked about it in terms of it's similar to like how uh, warren buffett's berkshire hathaway is yeah it's almost like a holding company yeah it is yeah um, and so i'm not really talking about that but then the article is um Again, I just canned it. So, <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, joke? You haven't even. Do you, do you know what the joke I, is? I don't even know what the joke is. But I told the, the internal joke within Google was: if you're not moving your desk with every every six months, 
something was very wrong with the company. Mm, that's hilarious. Um, the next, po- next employee said. And so, but the idea is kind of just scanning it is that another quote is, as far as uh, Larry and Sergi are concerned, they're thinking about it beyond 10 years, even 100 years from now. The person said, all the HR policies I had exposure to, a lot of the programs even within Google, they've all had the, that long-term vision. In order to succeed at that long-term point, you have to not be afraid to disrupt your own company. And I thought that was interesting. If it's true, who knows? Again, this, this person wasn't um, uh, went unmentioned, like it was anonymous or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they worked at Google. And we'll put the link in, in our show notes. But I like that idea, or in, at least in theory, you know? A, I like the idea of long-term thinking, not 10 years from now, but 100 years from now. And I've, I just, I've had these conversations with people like in NBA programs, and I'm like, not every company is only thinking about this sort of quick gain of money. You know, some yes. are, all, you know, some think about down the road, not just yeah. what's gonna, how can I make, how can I make our, um, our profit rise over the next two years? But what about 10 years from now? What about yeah. 100 years from now? Yeah. How do we actually become sustainable that we are ongoing in this longevity? You know what I'm saying? So yep. I like that idea, and then it boiling down to. Let's just shake it up for the sake of shaking it up. Um, even a little bit, I kind of like that idea, but I also see how it could possibly get annoying. Yeah, um, reorganizing just for the sake of reorganizing. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, see, I can see it being annoying as well. Uh, it, but it's, forcing, it's yeah. forcing you into thinking, oh, things are just working well right now, to saying, well, how can we be different? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with, with the Google thing here, I've seen kind of like two approaches to thinking about what they've done. The one kind of more philosophical, optimistic is that by reorganizing in this way, you know, Google's kind of out there ideas around crazy technology um, can kind of be separated off and can can focus on them more without pulling away from the main business. And that's this will make Google more innovative over time and blah, blah, blah. The other more, I think possibly realistic take on this and i don't understand the details around it because i'm not an expert in corporate finances but basically by reorganizing in this way google is going to save itself a crap ton of money around taxes and will probably be easier to um, take on debt in the future to expand stuff because they've broken off all this risky stuff off of their actual money making business um, which makes it easier for and safer potentially for investors, more interesting at least for investors you know, to invest in the safe stuff without being having to worry about all this stuff, non-profitable stuff, pulling it aside. You know, you, you, you kind of uh, preface that by saying that the two different ideas, but I don't see them as being that dissimilar. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? True. Well, I guess one, the one is that, oh, Google's doing this because they just want to figure out ways to be more innovative no matter what. And the other side is more like, well, Google's like a company who's like anybody else, and they're trying to figure out ways to save money as much so, as possible. But, but it sounds like so they could still they, be they're not They're not separate. They're not opposite ideas. Yeah, they're right. not. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. 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 Um, it's kind of framing, I guess. It's framing yeah, the frame, the frame is what I'm talking about. I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I, to your point, I like when companies are doing well, I think that's an interesting time to shake things up. Yeah. Uh, I, we, I always had a, a hockey coach who talked about how whenever we were winning and playing really well, that's when we tried new and crazy things in practice because yeah. we knew we could always go back to what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But this is the time that it was safe to actually maybe there's something even better that we could be doing out there. Maybe there's yeah. a new system we can learn. I think that applies in lots of, of different ways, individually and also for, for companies. So Exactly. I like it. Exactly. Um, what do you think about the name? Alphabet? Yeah. Uh, I think I heard it described of 
that her, I think I've read like why uh, they call it that. I like it, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's just fine. a name. I like it's, I like their website abc.xyz. You know, yeah, but apparently, like Microsoft, like bought uh, something called ABC something else that takes you to Bing or something like that. If you really? type in like ABC, I can't remember what it, what it was. ABC dot. I don't remember what it was, but like they bought up some website that would take you to Bing. Basically, if you type in it dip wrong or differently or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but uh, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. AB, oh, ABC.WTF takes you to Bing. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's good. A, that's interesting. You know, that is good. Funny. I like that. Um, um, but, um, while, yeah. we're doing, while we're doing headline stuff, do we want to do a useless Yahoo News? Well, I, I wanted to do uh, finish up this trifecta. Oh, with go that, ahead. That, that Amazon thing. Which oh, I, yeah. I, I want you to take... Take the lead on that because I uh, couldn't okay. even find that. But I, I remember hearing about it's it. It's a so. New York Times article that came out yesterday. Yeah. Basically this really long article about uh, kind of a expose on workplace culture, work-life balance stuff at Amazon. And it is like scathing for Amazon, saying things about just really, really – what many examples of managers completely out of touch with the humans that they are supposedly managing, you know, ranging from people having it be such a high pressure environment that people are breaking down and crying during meetings that you have women suffering miscarriages and then expecting to being expected to show up at work or travel for work the next day. You've got all sorts of really just terrible, terrible stuff. Um, which obviously caught a lot of people's eyes and made people kind of pay attention. It's been a pretty big article. But then you have, you've had a, a couple of instances of Amazon employees writing articles on their own websites or on, I think I saw one on LinkedIn, basically saying that this is not, like they have not seen any of this in their own uh, work at Amazon and really questioning what kind of fact checking or what the motivation was behind the article. And I mean, kind of as you would expect, you know, it's, it's never, it, Amazon's a huge company. It's exactly. not going to be universally one way or the other. I, I have a, I'm sure it's a shade of both. And I actually, I mean, it's impossible to read, read the everything store, which is about Amazon's history. And you can totally see bits and pieces of what this article writes about in that around just the, especially when they were early on starting up because the expectations around work and the kind of uh, expectations that Bezos has for his employees. I mean, there was a really intense place. I think it's going to be, I think what happened, it's a combination of the way Amazon has definitely used to be um, with probably some angry ex-employees and probably some actual like some of this being actually rooted in fact as well. I mean, it's almost inevitable when you have that many people working together that you're going to have some just terrible managers that are doing terrible things. Yeah. Did it talk um, about where? Did it talk about um, where? Like in the in the company? Like because yeah, like they a mentioned the a couple. Co- I mean, in some of the examples, they they had mentioned where the employee was working. I think one of the examples was in the something with books, which is vague for Amazon. Um, I think it might have been with the Kindle stuff. But uh, they, they didn't, like, hammer home one specific division yeah. or anything. Since we're talking about this, because a reference I want to make. Uh, or, well, yeah, I'm going to make a reference to something else that happened. Basically a show <laughs> about something else that happened in terms of org stuff. But I, I do okay. want to come back to Amazon. Okay. But um, I, I don't want to talk about the Netflix thing, per se. But uh, um, the idea, um, Netflix was in the news, too, for giving 
uh, paternity and maternity leave mm. for up to a year, I guess. Pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, on the um, a Comedy Central show that's new, it's called The Minority Report, um, they did a, a little segment. It's a comedy show. It's kind of like a Colbert Report. It was a Colbert Report replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a segment where they were talking about that, and they had like these you know, fake workers at Netflix. And the lady was like, oh, that, that's for the corporate people. You know, we work in the factory. No, you know, we work. It was yeah. very specific. They're like, we work in the factory for. No, no. She was saying that's only for the streaming corporate people. Yeah. We work in the factory for the people that still mail out the DVDs, <laughs> and we, you know, we don't get paternity leave. Yeah. And so that made me think about. I mean, I, you know, the truth behind that, I don't know, but I thought it was just a funny. Well, segment. yeah. Well, Amazon has but, a huge number of employees who work in warehouses for very like relatively low wages, and yeah. then they have also really high-paid engineers doing crazy stuff with their Amazon web services, like crazy technology stuff. And, so, and, and the article yeah. wasn't specific to areas. Uh, it was. This was so. This Books, was actually yeah. more focused on the non-warehouse workers. Okay. Like, there's been yeah. other things. I mean, it mentioned it as well, but there have been things that have come out about warehouse work that at Amazon that have already happened in the past and were kind of a big deal. I remember specifically being uh, one, one of the articles of last year or two years ago, the situation where Amazon would not install air conditioning in one of their warehouses, but they had uh, set up, they had basically prepaid uh, ambulances sitting outside the, the warehouse to take, their, to take people who had passed out, take them to the hospital. Like, wow. that is super out of touch. Yeah, that's out of touch. That, you know, that reminds me of another article. Um, <laughs> you're, you're a veritable library of articles. Um, I don't remember the call of it, but we, 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 I don't remember what it was called, but we read it in Organizational Behavior, I believe. And it, similar, but different. Different sort of topic, per se. But it was the idea of, is, the, is there such thing as a unethical organization, or is it a made up of un- unethical oh, right. people, or something like that? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember this article. I and don't remember the details. That, yeah, I don't remember the details per se, but the idea is... I have, a, a, whole, I have a guess. I bet you it's both. I bet you they reinforce each other. I mean, probably. <laughs> I, I think it was just kind of a conceptual theoretical yeah, paper. I, I don't know if they actually had, you know, if they tried to actually figure that out or answer yeah, that question yeah, yeah. per se, but uh, just to generate discussion. Right. But yeah, it, it is probably both. I mean, but I do think you can have an organization that's trying to do right in terms of the grand scheme of, let's say, how the uh, top people manage it, blah, blah, blah. For the most part, right? But then you yeah. can have aspects of it that are just terrible. But then at the same time, you're like, well, if, once it's known that it's terrible, do, is there anything that happens to change it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, a huge – anytime you're talking about how people behave at work, I think it's vital that you yeah. look at the incentive structure, yeah. both the explicit or the explicit, explicit – uh, incentive structure basically around like how people are incentivized to, you know, what do you get paid extra to do basically, but also kind of what I've been calling the um, implicit incentive structure, basically more around like, what do you do to gain reputation around here? Or how do you lose reputation or how do you gain, you know, power, things of that nature yeah. that can often any, any, I think in any sort of org change situation, that is where you kind of have to begin because until you address that, you may be asking people to act against their own self-interest. And habit change when people want to change is hard enough. Habit change when you're asking people to work against their own self-interest is nearly impossible. So yeah. I think that's really uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, so basically setting up an environment where people don't have to go all crazy. But at the same right. Time, like I said, I think also it, once they find out, they should react in an appropriate way, whatever that is. Or investigate it, blah, blah, blah. You know, what do they need to do? Um, 
Sure. I mean, you're yeah. going to have, like, you will inevitably, if you're a large enough organization, you will have your handful of sociopaths who just like making other people suffer. Like, yeah. that's just because that exists at a certain rate in the general population, and you will yeah. hire some. But <laughs> most terrible managers are not acting terribly simply because they like acting terribly. It's because the incentive structure, whether the, the incentive structure as they perceive it, is encouraging that sort of behavior. See, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's part of it. I think yeah. also some people are just terrible. It's a whole idea. I agree. Of, there's a lot of it's it. whole idea of rationality versus irrationality. I would say there's a both. Some people are just terrible as well. I mean, obviously, other I would say other things other than just the incentive structure, like sure, maybe their home life also sucks. You know, what I'm saying, and they're just terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I wouldn't. I would not argue that there's not terrible people out there who just like um, being terrible. But what a yeah. terrible thing! Terrible people do terrible things. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to find that article while you were talking, but I I gave up. Oh, oh well. Because I was going to read it out loud because we're entering the part of the show where we read an academic article very slowly. <laughs> you, uh, you guys are, you know, I could probably find it if you like. You, you know, know what? That, that should be, here is a business idea for you. Yeah. You read academic articles in the public domain so you don't have copyright issues. You read them kind of slowly and you sell these audio files to people who have trouble sleeping. Boom. <laughs> I would fall asleep to you reading me something about complexity theory yeah. for like an hour yeah, and a half. I would fall asleep by reading complexity <laughs> theory. I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah. Uh, good, yeah. good stuff. That's a, lot of kind of, that's a lot of orgy. Yeah, we've been, we're so smart today. So yeah. orgy. So, you know, I've been craving a little psychology. I've been, my mind has been elsewhere for a while, and it's been good to talk about some academic stuff a little bit. Yeah. You know, the people listening are probably like, this isn't, that's not real psychology. I give, know. Me some, give me some Milgram, uh, uh, no, sorry, some Milgram uh, shock study. Or give me, give me, give me some Zimbardo. We're, we're talking about organizations and business. Um, whatever. It's yeah. real psychology. Yeah. 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 So what anything, new, anything, hmm. anything new in your life, Sam? You, hmm. you, how's that apartment treating you? It's pretty great. It still sounds pretty echoey because I don't have a lot of stuff. Uh, but I do have a, bookcase thing no books on it but i have some like files on it uh i have my garbage chair uh, and it has a fan sitting on it i have a bed an actual mattress and and listen how fancy i am an actual bed frame a wooden bed frame that i That's put awesome. together with my bare hands where'd you, where'd you get the bed frame from you bought it? uh i bought it from amazon, amazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i am part of the problem <laughs> So that's good. Someone just got seven lashes. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Uh, why. Yeah, that you know joke, what? Basically, that joke was. I, I was thinking about. I was thinking about contacting their customer service because one of the pieces was pretty gouged and like some of the paint had come off of it, which uh, made me unhappy. But I, I'm also incredibly lazy, so I didn't want to actually have to send send it back somehow, and it was would have been a nightmare. But if I had contacted customer service, I probably somebody probably would have died. That's not right. Terrible. <laughs> Two people Terrible. already died in the making of that. <laughs> that bad. Uh, that's not good. Uh, but uh, my apartment. And your bed's your bed's good, comfortable. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I got I got myself a tuft and needle mattress. Yeah, which is pretty neat. Boom. I like my apartment. It's yeah, it's pretty nice. Other than the fact that it's super hot, uh, yeah. but that's <laughs> not really my apartment's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of garbage chairs. I keep walking by this garbage desk mm-hmm. that is big and near where I found the chair. And 
Can hold I it? it. And there's currently there's currently other garbage on top of it, but I really want to figure out a way to take this garbage desk into my apartment. All right, can I pause you for a second? Yeah. Because a I, I'm doing this because I'm so impressed with myself. Okay. So the purpose of me asking about your apartment was to just lead you into that. Really? Right? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, I'm so good. But now I just messed it all up. Yeah, you because did. That's all right. Because I, I was so impressed with myself. But at, at the same time, I'm like, is he not getting that I want him to you ask mean... about this garbage desk? <laughs> what is wrong with him? I forgot. Not... <laughs> but you, you, you successfully manipulated me. Good job. There's a lot of stuff on this list. I was reading through it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, continue. Sorry, I was just so impressed with myself. Yeah, that was really good. Good job. You used your psychology knowledge for evil. Psychology. (laughs) That's all it is, really. I walk by this garbage desk every day, and I think, man, there's a nice garbage desk. But I don't have any friends that can help me carry this garbage desk into my apartment. Yeah, so I was going to recommend – I mean, I'm always saying this because – I don't know what the name of these companies are, but I know they're around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, They have, like, hire a hand type of – uh, I don't want this to make turn this into a financial transaction. I just want to pick this garbage off the street. Yeah, but you just hire like a dude. Oh my god! You hire two two guys for like for thirty minutes for like twenty five bucks or something. And yeah, just but you have to see. Here's the thing about about garbage furniture. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about garbage furniture is that you have to not think about it and just do it very quickly. <laughs> if I'm if I have to introduce financial remuneration into this it, i have to guess i have to think i have to, I have to deal with myself for far too long uh, and so, also you might as well just buy it off of amazon <laughs> yeah exa- exactly it's gonna cost. yeah how much did it cost you to get this garbage chair out it cost me a hundred dollars for two workers. exactly so yeah at, at, at the so that's not gonna happen um back dude unless unless i get like a uh, some sort of like trolley or something that i can then manhandle it by myself yeah I don't know. I'll probably go down there tomorrow and it'll be gone. And that's probably for the best. I have to stop yeah. being tempted by it. It seems, like a, it seems like a sturdy desk, though. I'm going to keep my eye out because I'm right by the school. And they must be doing some sort of um, refreshment to the inside because they keep putting stuff out there. You might get some better stuff. I huh? might get some better stuff. <laughs> you might get like a lighter. Like if a, they put know, a really chalkboard cool. out there, I am going to be all over that. I would love to have a chalkboard in here. Old school style? Mm-hmm. Blackboard or green? Uh, I'll take either. I'm not piggy. All right, fair enough. I mean, ideally, I'd have a whiteboard in here, but oh, stop! <laughs> the truth comes out, huh? Uh, uh yeah, my my own bias is coming you, through. You put your uh, Confederate flag up there too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's terrible, but hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm literally like waiting to buy more things to figure out. If I I'm not going to buy anything else until I figure out whether or not I'm actually staying in New York. Really? Okay. Because, I mean, like, I was in Pittsburgh last week interviewing for a job. So if I move to Pittsburgh, I don't want to carry a garbage desk and a whiteboard with me. Like, I want as little stuff as possible. I'm going to go out and find new garbage. Exactly. I'm going to get some Pittsburgh garbage. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, New York garbage or Pittsburgh garbage, which one do you think is better? I don't know. I didn't see. So after you spent any time in New York and then you go to a a city, like, and actually I'm a little bit surprised that I'm going to say this. Pittsburgh is a very clean city. From what I could tell, like the area that I was in was very nice, and I saw no garbage anywhere. So, so I, I would have I would have no furniture in my apartment. Well, there's a chance that when you do see garbage, it's the best best garbage, garbage, ever. Yeah. garbage you've ever. Yeah, it might be the nicest thing I've ever owned. Or the, you'll just never yeah get furniture. I was talking to somebody at this company in Pittsburgh while I was there, talking about the price of living places as compared to New York. I could live like a king in Pittsburgh compared to what I'm paying here in New York. <laughs> a goddamn yeah. king. So, yeah. something to think about. Yeah. We'll see. 
We will see, and maybe maybe next time we can talk. I have I have I've been doing thinking and writing around this industry of organizational development or organizational design consulting, but I'm too sweaty and delirious to talk about it today. Okay. Well, maybe this is a perfect homework. time for... That's homework. People go read my article at theworkologist.com. <laughs> um, are you plugging yourself again? Sam? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm sponsoring this episode. This episode of The File Drawer is brought to you by Sam and The File Drawer and The Workologist. <laughs> you can't Damn even it. do your own read, right? <laughs> no, um, I can't. Do you want to... Uh, now, now it's your turn. Now you read. You do your sponsor read. Uh, well, I was going to say maybe this is a perfect time for an, for a segment of... Useless oh, Yahoo News. Yahoo, I thought maybe we weren't going to do it, and I got to reopen it. Oh no, I'm opening it. I'm opening it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, All right. So, um, the first thing that looks on uh, that's on the first thing. I need to not look. I'm looking off, so I know like I'm hearing myself on here. Go down in my microphone. Uh, Tracy Morgan is going to host SNL at some huh. point. Good. That's interesting because some people don't know Tracy Morgan. I don't know when it was. A couple years in ago. In a very serious year, car accident, right? Very bad car today, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm actually looking forward to that. Tracy Morgan, some people, eh. I, yeah. think it's, I think I think he's hilarious. Idiotic hilarious. Yeah. But it's like idiotic hilarious. So yeah. um, that's going to be interesting. That's actually, you know, kind of useful. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, that was, thank you, Yahoo. Um, uh, season's hot swimsuits. I can't mm. click on that. I'll get in trouble. What, so what kind of what kind of hot what kind of swimsuit? I didn't click on it. It's a pretty lady on there. I didn't did, click it. Did it mean hot? Somebody checking your history. Uh, <laughs> hot in the terms of like, what if it meant hot swimsuit? You click on it, and it's like a swimsuit made on of fire, all, ug, ug material. Oh, <laughs> like like, it's just, like make you just, warm. It's made like, it out of the inside of ug boots. I mean, I feel like so. I feel like any clothes worn in water makes it become a swimsuit. So a really hot swimsuit might just be a parka. Hmm. Okay. You know, okay. to think about. God, okay. Yahoo is re- so useless. I don't even want to like. Billionaire look. buys fifty-two million dollar mansion without seeing it. Oh, oh, look at that! God, look at that. Here's the thing. Here, this is what it is. Hold on a second. The actual headline was actually better than when I actually clicked on it. The headline got worse. I hate Yahoo. Hey, Yahoo News. <laughs> they trick you too. Um, this one. It said, I think it said something like, "Britney's bold." Mm, I saw that one. I skipped it. I don't care about Britney Spears. Are we doing useful news or are we doing... We <laughs> Forgot. Doing Go ahead. Useful news. <laughs> um, uh, uh, if interested, there's some bold eye looks mm. uh, that, are being, that have been used at the Teen Choice Awards. What's, uh, what's your favorite eye look? Well, I like... I like... Um, I like three. A tri, it's called the trifecto mm-hmm. color mm-hmm. scheme. Mm-hmm. It's when you use uh, two colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they call it the trifecto. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but they use two colors blended... Um, in such a way that makes it look like it's three. Wait, did you just make that up, or is that actually in the article? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know this stuff, and it's really useless sounding. <laughs> you be the judge of that. All right, you made it up. Good job. Uh, <sighs> yeah. So, I didn't. Even, by the way, I didn't even click on the article. That oh. one was not worth me even clicking on. Yeah, but it sounded like the type of thing where Yahoo would – that was maybe an actual thing, and Yahoo was like, it's called this, but it's actually only two. That's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough useless Yahoo News for one day. And that has been an episode of Useless Yahoo News. All right, we're going to have to wrap up here shortly. I don't know if I've already said this. Seamless is the greatest thing ever. What is that? It's an app okay. for delivering food to your wherever you are. That's an iPhone app, though. Okay. Uh, no, I mean I think it's Android too. Maybe I don't know. I, you could do it on the website as well. Um, I don't think it's a 
an operating system. So, so what, why is it the greatest thing? Because I don't even have to talk to people anymore. You take so you. Oh, you you're it, one of these guys. Oh, it's great. In a matter, I and I'm not even exaggerating. I'm I'm thinking through how to use the app right now. In four clicks, I can have food paid for and showing up at my apartment. That's all I have to do. All right, so I'm looking at all the site. I have to do. You have to make you have to have minimum minimum purchases on things, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm in New York. It's not so hard buy, to get the minimum purchase. So you're buying more food? Is that, is no, that you're not really. I've, so far, I've only bought like a normal amount of food each time. Every once in a while, I'll have to like add in uh, an appetizer, and then I've got some leftover food for the next day. You sure you don't eat that appetizer in the same meal? You, you know me too well. Sometimes <laughs> 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 I have to order an appetizer. You know, just have a nice, nice snack for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you uh, know me too well. Is that the truth or are you just saying it? No, you know. No, it's, I think of like the five times that I've ordered takeout so far, one time have I had leftover food right, for another so, day. Right, so, so I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. And so how do you do it in, in, in just three so you have You have an account. Okay. So, so I don't have the app. I'm looking at the website right now. Okay, right. so on the app, I click Seamless. It brings okay. it up. It brings up a whole list of restaurants. I scroll, and let's say let's say the one I want is right on the front page, so I'm not counting. So I got to click there, and I'm into the restaurant, which opens up their menu. Then the number of clicks is determ- determines. It, it depends on what I want to eat. So let's say I want to get just uh, like a main entree, and I find it, and I tap it. That brings it up. I hit add to bag. It goes into my bag, my food bag, and then I hit checkout. Add to bag. Boom. Food right. paid for at my apartment in like an hour or a little bit less. Oh. It's great. It's also bad for my bank account and my gut. Uh, and so aren't you in walking distance of oh, like, I mean, restaurants? Of course. <laughs> Does your apartment have an elevator? Of course. <laughs> so, so this is... Yeah, right. but how often do I want to go sit down at a restaurant or even <laughs> go pick up takeout? Like, no. Yeah, I'm here. True. I've got an app that'll make food appear magically. So I'm let's so make it right happen. Now, dude. I'm down in this app, and I'm, I may or may not get something. You should do it. And I'm just looking at my order history here. I'm just like, go, it's like a walk down memory lane, and it's like last week. I ordered some chicken and waffles last week. Oh, all right. It was okay. really good. I ordered. I've been all about the Indian food recently. Ugh, just going off the hook with my Indian food. Okay. And I got some sort of Cuban chicken thing last week as well. That some rice and beans. Delightful. It was really good. That sounds awesome. Ooh. Yeah. So it, you should probably uh, probably go order something for dinner. All right. So I am definitely not in New York. No. So therefore, there's not that many options. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's yeah. Them, that's there's there's the rub, as Shakespeare would say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we're done. All right. Are we done? Uh, you about to, all right. So, are you about to order food now? Or no, I already. I actually, I made. <gasps> I made food tonight. Can we just pretend like you're about to order? <laughs> yeah. Food? Which? What should I order? Uh, whatever you can find in three clicks, and just, I want you uh, to read on. it. All right. This is my sponsor. So actually. All right. You so can find it and then read off the restaurant and where it's right. located. We're gonna do Harlem on Fifth, which is where I got that chicken and waffles before. All so right. let's click into there. All right. Most popular. The five mac and cheese, the buttermilk fried chicken, oh, the herb grilled shrimp, Ooh. uptown fried chicken wings, that sounds delicious. oven roasted chicken, Fantastic. Sugar Hill sweet short ribs, absolutely, or buttermilk fried chicken and red velvet waffles, which is what yes, I got last yes. time. Oh. Um, right. I'm going to get so, that. Support them. 
Yeah, do that. Go to go to Harlem on Fifth and get some yummy food, some yummy soul food. All right. All right. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. This has been the rate, file drawer. Rate, rate and review. Rate and review. Rate and review us. Hello, we say this all the time. Nobody rate and reviews us. That's like, true. We got nine reviews. We got nine. Let's see who's gonna who's gonna push us into double digits. Is it gonna who's be it? you? Is it you gonna be you, Jerry? I know Jerry. you're listening, Jerry. Jerry. William. William. Peter. Known each other for a long time. Samantha. Melissa. We got it. Come on. Got to do right. it. One of those has got to be a person that's oh. actually listening, right? Yep. All right, good. All right, see you next Sorry. week, man.